A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive through Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. I don't know about you, but I'm always a little surprised when I'm in front of a drone that spans about eight feet. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Finn Johnson is the Agricultural Business Development Manager at Madison Area Drone Service. He says the busy season is typically now for farmers to sit down and talk about how drones might make their lives easier for the next growing season. He also says now is the time to get started if you want to fly one by spring. With this technology being so new, people have kind of seen it, and we're starting to see people go, well, what is this, and is it really economically viable? And that's where we can come in with an uh, economic analysis for their particular situation. These products are not a blanket solution for everybody. So when we sit down with somebody, we want to make sure that it's right for their particular situation. When growers are sitting down and thinking about the 2024 planting season, how do drones fit into that plan? So where we see a lot of people showing interest in this is in cover crop seeding and fungicide applications. So with a traditional applicator like a tall boy trying to do cover crop seeding for corn or soybeans, at the optimal time for cover crop seeding, your crops are going to be really tall and you're going to be damaging the pollination cycle or just damaging the crops with the ground equipment. The benefit of drones is it's always flying above the crops no matter how high they are. So we're going to prevent the pollination damage cycle. We're going to prevent damaging the the stalks of the crops. In precision applying fungicides, you want to be able to identify and precision apply these, these chemicals to your field, and that's where drones are really uniquely equipped. Crop protection, but also some price protection there, right? Because precision planting with a drone may save on chemical cost. Absolutely, yeah. The whole idea is applying precisely. So if you wanted to look into the full cycle of things, you can send a scout drone up into the air and map out your whole property on a daily, weekly basis, however many periods is convenient, or however many times you expect things to change and then based on that information that eye in the sky that you just got you can then apply the precise amount of product to areas that you see and can identify as in need of that product. So Finn tell me what is the typical size of farm that turns to drone technology? It's going to be mid to smaller size farms. If you have three, four thousand acres in Iowa, row crops, it's flat. An air tractor, traditional fixed wing aircraft is always going to be more efficient, at least currently. So for those mid-sized farmers to smaller farmers, that's where we see people really starting to be interested in these things because if you have property that is, let's say, um, the topography is hilly or you have jagged boundaries um, where a traditional manned aircraft is going to have trouble coming down low spraying where it needs to get sprayed and then pulling up in time drones are just like a helicopter they're hovering in place um but unlike a traditional helicopter that downdraft is not so powerful that's going to be damaging to your crops and it obviously costs a lot less than a helicopter so that's kind of where we see people seeing the benefits of this new technology what kind of training does someone need to have before they (laughs) fly one of these things because when you look at one up close they're pretty big this isn't your little drone that people take pictures with in the sky absolutely so the cutoff to needing a lot of extra licenses is above 55 pounds fully loaded with the aircraft and the payload. So for most applicators, we're going to need what's called a Part 107, and that's just a federal license. Um, I'd say it takes about two weeks to get 
studying an hour per day. And then after that, you're going to need a Part 137 exemption, and that's a bit more of an involved process. We recommend people go through a qualified law firm, or if they have friends in the area who have done it that can recommend that process or that particular law firm, we always recommend that. And then based on the state you're in, each state has different aerial applicator laws associated with spraying chemicals from any aerial vehicle. So in Wisconsin, you can go through the UW-Madison system to get your license for that. But again, if you're out of the state of Wisconsin, you'll have to look into that individually. Then do you have the proper licensure? Is this a process that you've gone through? This is, uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not bad, right? It's And I'm relatively new to this industry. So, and after looking into everything that growers and farmers have to go through to get what they need to get done, done, it's a drop in the bucket. Anybody could do it. So what's it like when you're driving a drone? The fun thing about the drones is you don't actually need to pilot it manually. The process that we go through is essentially we define the boundary of our property and where we want sprayed. And then within that boundary, we can also identify, let's say we've got pond, water, animals, fences that we don't want sprayed. And then we just mark those areas. And the drone is smart enough to where it's going to generate a grid pattern that it's going to fly. And it's going to skip over those assets that we identified as non-crops and not spray those. And uh, there is a little bit of intuition that needs to go into this planning in that on that particular day that we're spraying, the wind is going eight miles an hour in the southeast direction. We know that we're going to be spraying, let's say, opposite of southeast. We need to maybe extend that um, don't spray boundary out in the opposite of the southeast direction um, to ensure that the chemicals don't get where they are not supposed to be. But in terms of actually piloting the drone manually, very little is done in that. You don't need to pilot it manually. I always recommend people go pick up a $150 toy drone and and go fly it in their backyard before (laughs) dropping the big bucks on these things because knowing how to fly it manually is useful and the controls are the same, right? Whether it's $40,000 or $40, it's up, down, left, right, side to side. How much does one of these egg production drones typically cost? Absolutely. So fully loaded for our largest um, sprayer, which we see as uh, the most popular unit currently, it's about thirty-eight dollars to $39,000 out the door with everything you need to do it. And at that price point, you're doing about 50 acres an hour at about 1.6 gallons per acre. And you can extrapolate more or less acres per hour based on how many gallons of product you're applying per acre. And then finally, Finn, so if growers are sitting down and they think a drone is in their plans for 2024, when do you recommend placing your order? So we recommend people do a minimum of two months of training before they actually go out and use this thing on their fields just to make sure they're familiar with the software, make sure they're familiar with with every little thing, right? Because the last thing that we want to do is get out there and be dead in the water. So in terms of placing orders, you will want to work with your local dealer. We hope it's us, Madison Area Drone Service, to figure out, okay, what is the arrival time on these units? Um, give yourself a two-month buffer. Um, we do offer training, and there are online resources to get yourself trained faster than two months. But if you're just going at it alone, two months of backyard messing around with it is typically what we see as adequate to get familiar. Finn Johnson joining us with some of the ins and outs of preparing to have a drone on the farm. He's the Agricultural Business Development Manager at Madison Area Drone Service. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.